Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, everyone. This is Janie, and I just want to say welcome to the program tonight. Thank you for taking your time to be with me tonight. Um, I decided not to do a song at the beginning and the end of, of my time. Just um, I've been struggling to have time to get to everyone, and um, I thought, well, the only about the only thing I can do is maybe cut out a song that'll save three or four minutes, or that maybe I can get to one or two more callers, and uh, and trying to keep my talking time short too, so that I can get to everyone. I had considered starting the program earlier, but uh, I think I'm gonna stay on schedule with you know how Randy originally set it up, uh, rather than changing it around. So. I'll just try to be aware of my time and how much time I talk so that I can get to as many as possible. But anyway, I hope you all have had a good week and and that you have felt the Lord close to you. I wanted to talk for a few minutes tonight um, about our preconceived ideas, how that sometimes that we end up losing blessings or we um, we end up being our own stumbling block, so to speak because of of ideas we have and many times because of our experiences you know that we develop ideas that that uh, we put up a wall and it keeps us from sometimes moving forward in what the lord would have us do that would even pertain to our destiny and moving forward you know you look at uh, the children of israel that they had, you know, they had a preconceived idea of what their Messiah was going to look like, of what he was going to do. And they saw him as a great king coming in and like uh, being a conqueror and overcoming the enemy around them and then being their leader. They didn't see him as a a babe born in Bethlehem and uh, hidden from the Pharaoh and things like that. They didn't see him coming... uh, in the form of, of a lowly servant in this in the aspect of, of being one that just spread the gospel and washed the feet of others and things like that. They saw him as a conquering king. But see, because of their preconceived ideas, it caused them, um, and still to this day, I suppose, many to reject him as being the Messiah because he didn't he didn't act like, he didn't look like, he didn't come from where they expected. You know, even Nathaniel uh, when when one of the disciples said, I, I have found the one that they've written about. I, I have found the Messiah. And then Nathaniel said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now, Nazareth, I believe, was kind of a ghetto. You know, it was considered uh, a lesser place. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, in Jerusalem and things like that. And they considered it uh, an, a, a distasteful place. But see, the word tells us that, that Jesus, there was nothing but comely about him. There was, there was nothing about him that would draw attention to himself. There was nothing about him that would make him seem pre-qualified for that position. But, you know, we, we do that a lot in life um, because of experiences we've had. And, and I, I promise I can raise both hands on this. You know that we uh, we go through situations where people have used us or people have been controlling towards us. Um, we we have dealt with things like that or people that have backstabbed us or we've been cheated in business, just any number of things. And we we will develop can develop an attitude of 
you know, and I and I'll be honest, I've been like that. I've had to watch myself in this. That if I saw even an inkling of a controlling spirit, I was like, I'm out of here, cutting ties with all of this. I don't want any part of this. Been there, done that. I don't like it. And you know, sometimes um, God will put us in challenging. He'll allow us to be in challenging places for our growth. He'll allow us to be in challenging places. Uh, for connections and things like that. And sometimes the Lord uses us to help others to grow beyond uh, issues that they have. You know, now that's not always the case. You know, that's where we pray and we ask God and we uh, we humble, humble ourselves to the voice of the Lord and to the hand of God. And it's, it all comes from trying to protect ourselves. You know, if you look at the bottom line of it, it's about we are trying to protect ourselves. If we have been betrayed, we've been hurt, we start seeing something that reminds us of what we went through in the past with other people, we're like, uh-uh, I'm not going there again because we're protecting ourselves from the hurt. We're protecting ourselves from the pain, from the trouble, and we're like, I'm not doing that again. But, you know, I don't see anywhere in the word of God uh, where God tells us to protect ourselves. You know, he does say if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that gives liberally and upbraideth not. Yes, we're to be led by God, but he doesn't tell us to protect ourselves. And I'm talking to some of y'all tonight. I believe this message is for some that will be listening tonight, either live or maybe listen to the replay that many times we can end up rejecting a place of destiny because of things we've gone through the past that we don't have to relive those situations again when maybe this time it's not going to be anything like that. You know, I look at uh, at Daniel and his, how he was uncompromising in worshiping God, even to the point of being willing to go to the lion's den. But see, then the miracle of God was that God shut the mouths of the lion. And others saw that. The king saw that. The same with the children of Israel, you know, the, three Hebrew, the three Hebrew children that were put into the fire that would not bow down to the king. And they were like, we're not going to save ourselves. We're not going to protect ourselves. God will protect us or we will perish. And what a mighty work God did. The fourth man in the fire. And see, in these cases, the, the king and the creed, let, let it be known that their God is the one true God. What a testimony. What a testimony that their God is the one true God. You know, Gideon, when the Lord had called him to be a leader in, in, the, in the army, you know, in the, the armed forces there, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, he wanted him to be a leader in battle. And he's going, me? Gideon? Are you sure not me? You know, felt unqualified, you know, not, um, he was like, Lord, are you sure? And then God had him, you know, get rid of, they went from, what, 10,000 down to 300. And he said, you know, I'm sure he was sweating bullets by then. 
you know, going, God, are you sure about this? Lord, are you sure? They've got so many more people, but see, God was going to do a mighty thing. You know, you know, in his heart, he was probably thinking, oh, Lord, you know, I, I want twice as many troops, not, not, you know, a fraction of what I had. But God was showing himself to be strong and that he could trust him, that he could trust him. But see, sometimes we'll back away from that place of destiny, that place of calling, that place of anointing, because we've seen others fail, because we've been through situations that we're like, uh-uh, I, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not doing this, or I'm not going through this again. You know, I've gone through that a little bit myself this week, you know, thinking about Thanksgiving coming up. And my heart, you know, I've got one brother I haven't seen in four years. You know, he's he's not liked me for years, not like me even from childhood. Um, you know, betrayed me, spoke bad about me, spoke, you know, lied about me, tried to turn other family members around me. I mean, all of that. But my heart is for my family to have be reunited, for there to be some some love, some unity in the family. I have another brother, I think I've seen him three times in four years. He does communicate just a little, two or three times a year. He's better terms. You see, my heart, I would so like to invite them up for Thanksgiving to see where we live. They don't even know where I live. To reestablish some communication you know, that's civil communication. You know, to reestablish some family ties. But yet, you know, I find myself asking the Lord, Lord, if I, is this just me? Or if I do this, is it going to just be a time of strife and confusion and chaos and judgmentalism and, and all of that and just ruin the holiday? Or, Lord, is this really you talking? Is, you know, my heart that's pulling me to do that is like, Lord, is that you talking? Is there really a chance that with all of the things that have gone on, that it could be the beginning of reconciliation in the family of the ones that are left because so much of the family is already in heaven. So many of them are gone. But see, we see this. You know, people that have maybe been married and, and had a spouse that ran around on them or a spouse that was uh, abusive and they're like, I'm never doing that again. Or maybe if they they date someone and they see a, a little show of temper, they're like, uh-uh, I, I'm not about to do this. You know, get involved with a church and, and maybe come out of a church where there was uh, some abuse and leadership in the sense of being used or, uh, you know, your your grace taken advantage of and things like that to where if we even, you know, if we even smell a little smoke, like, I'm out, I'm out. When maybe God's wanting to do something miraculous. You know, it is. I mean, you pray about it. We ask God. But see, sometimes we get such a wall put up, such a wall built, that our, our it becomes a stronghold in the sense that 
our preconceived ideas and our, our attitudes because of things we've gone through that sometimes we can't even hear God through the wall that we've built up. Because that those walls we build up to protect ourselves, many times those same walls to keep the Lord out to, they'll keep us from hearing him. They'll keep us from being sensitive to him. They'll keep us from obeying him. Because we want to protect our hearts. We want to protect our lives. We want to protect our reputations. We want to, you know, any number of things. But like the children of Israel, like when Jesus came, they had an idea of what they thought it was supposed to look like. And they missed out on the Messiah of receiving Jesus. And Jesus looked over them and wept because they missed that opportunity. They missed their time. You know, it didn't stop God. We know God's divine plan was to take Jesus to the cross uh, in our redemption. He paid the price. But see, Jesus, we know from when he stood and looked at him that, and cried over him that his heart was that they would have recognized him and would have accepted him as the Messiah. You know, we wonder what would that have looked like? How different would it have been? I remember, and this has been a number of years back, uh, I remember Quilla Wilkins back before she was Aquila Nash, she was Aquila Wilkins. And her first husband, uh, the father of her children, he had left her. And, uh, you know, she'd gone through a very trying marriage. And anyhow, she had was at a meeting somewhere. I don't remember where it was. It was a meeting somewhere else. And this retired colonel from the army came up, and he he was obviously I, I, I she told the story. I mean, she would tell the story publicly, and um, tell the story of of him talking to her, and and maybe he even told her that he felt led that he was supposed to marry her or something, and she didn't know him. And she would tell the story. She said. She said later on, she's, she's like, that old man thinks he's going to marry me. He was a, he was a little bit older than he was a little bit older than her. I don't know how much. And anyhow, she kind of laughed it off and kind of sneered it off. Well, that old man thinks he's going he's going to marry me. And then whether it was that night or the next night, it was yeah. You know, she said the Lord came to her and told her. He said, do not reject what I have provided. You know what? And she received that from the Lord. And, and I guess the next time she saw him that she, you know, decided to go ahead and date him. But they did get married. He was a one, I knew him very well. He was a wonderful, kind gentleman, just so stately and, and uh, just very much a soldier and carried himself like a soldier and such a gentleman and just a wonderful man. And he's he's in heaven. He's been in heaven for several years, but a wonderful, wonderful gentleman. But see, she could have let her ideas of, you know, that old man thinks he's going to raise. She could have refused that, but see, she was obedient enough to the Lord that when God told her, don't reject what I've provided, that she was like, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Someone she didn't even know, but she knew if God provided it, then there was purpose in it and that it was a good thing. But, you know, the, the wounds we go through, the things that have wounded our heart and wounded our life and those difficult places we've walked through, that can really cause us 
to want to draw back. And sometimes, like I said, it, it's something that may just be tiny, just a tiny little something. The way somebody says something or the way they, uh, the, you know, the facial expression or just something in real time, uh, uh, I've seen that before. I want no part of it. Rather than talking to the Lord, because sometimes maybe we're just wrong that what we thought, what seemed to be one thing, really wasn't that at all. And let God, you know, let God lead us in those situations that we not miss out on opportunities uh, that God has set up, that we not miss out on divine encounters and divine connections. Because we're still reacting to something, uh, a hurt or a wound or a situation that we went through years before or months before, even weeks before. Because we get a preconceived notion of what it's supposed to look like and what it's not supposed to look like. Because sometimes in those, even if it is a hard situation, sometimes even in the midst of those hard situations, God is setting us up for divine encounters and he's setting us up for himself to show himself strong for miraculous things, for beautiful things, for transformation for others that maybe, you know, we might might judge it and think, nah, they've been like that all their life. Well, I've seen people just like that, you know, that sort of thing. I've I've known a million of them just like that, blah, blah, blah. When God's like, I'm going to change them. I'm going to, their heart's going to change. I know the beginning from the end. I'm going to, to bring them out and transform their lives. And you're going to see something beautiful made from something that's broken. I could, you know, so many instances run through my mind of, not only my own life, but of other people's, that they got something in their head. You know, particularly a lot of times where spouses are concerned, it's like, okay, I want a guy that's this and this and this, and he better not be this and this. He better not smoke, and he better not blah, 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 blah. When God's, you know, when God's got a plan of his own. You know, guys the same way. Oh, I'm not going to marry anybody that's got a kid already. All kinds of things. And then you see, you know, so many times you, you look and you see what God has done and what God wanted to do and what could have been. You know, if we're willing to say, God, you're bigger than me and you know the beginning from the end. And Lord, you know, you know what's your purpose. You know what is the right thing. And it's really about trusting God. You know, he wants us to trust him to protect us. Ask him, you know, go in prayer, yes. Ask him, ask for confirmation even. Um, I mean, some even in the Bible, they put out a fleece. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Asking God for wisdom, reassurance, all of that. You know, when we don't have the peace of God, you know, stand still, but to still have a willing heart 
that we haven't thrown up a wall, built a wall, closed the doors of absolutely not going this way, not doing this. Can't be that. Because so many times we can miss such beautiful things, such transformational things in our lives and in others' lives. You know, you look at all of the things that Noah went through because God had said, but it went against everything that he believed because, you know, they had been persecuted uh, by the Ninevites. But he was like, nope, not going. Of course, he did end up going, didn't he? But it, it was after the battle. <laughs> it was after the, the after the fish and all this and that and the talks with God. So we just, we want to let God protect our hearts. We get let God protect us. And, and, you know, I've learned from past experiences not to build walls, do my best not to let walls go up in my heart. Because like I said, those, I've found that those walls can keep, they can keep the voice of God out too. They can keep me from hearing. They can keep me from feeling what I need to feel. They can keep me from seeing what God's trying to show me when I have shut things off. I don't ever want to build walls in my heart again. I don't want to build walls in my in my mind, you know, in my soulless realm of, of thinking, okay, this is absolutely incorrect and this is absolutely correct. You know, we just don't have that kind of understanding. Only God does. So, and yeah, something to think about. Something that was kind of on my heart this afternoon. I said some of it just thinking about uh, thinking about the holidays coming, and my heart pulling me one way, but my experiences pulling me a different way. And asking God for His wisdom, asking God what He thinks, you know, and seeing in the Word all the many times that others went through that. And just personal of experiences of seeing people shut the door on things. You know, and then wondering later, what could it have been? What could it have been? If we were willing to just embrace God and say, God, you know, I'm willing I'm willing to step out of the boat. Lord, but I'm going to keep my eyes on you. All right. That's all I'm going to talk about that tonight. Let me play a song. I've got quite a few callers already on here. Let me play a song and write down these numbers. All right.
have something so beautiful I wish you would have told me So come on and tell somebody about Jesus And all the great things He has done Where would I be if He had not rescued me? Come on and tell somebody Come on and tell somebody about Jesus. Amen, amen. Well, Lord, I thank you for each and every one. And Father, I just ask that you open our hearts to hear you. Lord, open our hearts to receive, that we have ears to hear and eyes to see. Father, that we would be willing to lay down our agendas, lay down our 
attitudes, even our hurts and pains, Lord, even those past experiences, Lord, that at times are a hindrance to us. Lord, help us just to be willing. As one used to say, I used to hear pray, Lord, make me willing to be willing. Lord, that we just be sensitive to your spirit, sensitive to your voice. And Lord, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy that's with us every day of our life. Lord, we love you. And Lord, we are so thankful that we belong to you. Lord, thank you for loving us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right. Go to my first caller here, 828 989. Hi, Jeannie. It's Jennifer. Hey, Greg. Hey. Oh, is Greg there with you? He should be. Okay. I'll, I am online. I'm not there, there. We're not in the okay. same place. We just okay. I saw, yeah, I had seen your number earlier, but then it dropped off, so I didn't, I didn't know. Yep. So. Okay, okay, well, I'll just check both y'all's numbers in. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, good to hear from y'all tonight. That's that's a blessing. All right, well, anything on y'all's heart you want to share before we before I pray for you? I'm just blown away by your word that you just had. <laughs> just, wow. <laughs> that's spot on. Just thank you for that. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Kind of, I'm, I'm living it right now. I'm living that one right mm-hmm. now. So I'm inquiring the Lord about it. All right. Well, let's let's pray for you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for Jennifer. And Father, I thank you, Lord. Um, I'm hearing the word correction, correction. Lord, I thank you, Father, for for Lord, who, who, Lord, that you correct us, Lord. And it, the word says, "Whom the love Lord loves, He chastises." This is not about a word of being chastised, but it is about the Lord sometimes just giving us course correction and correcting us, which I thank God for that. I mean, I pray and I tell the Lord, Lord, I I cherish your correction because he keeps us on course. He keeps us, uh, he he keeps us cleansed. He keeps our, our, you know, he brings us back on on track, our minds, our attitudes, all that stuff. Um, and it's, it, it, that's not a bad like that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But Father, I thank you, Lord, just for Jennifer's willingness, Lord, to be taught by you. Her willingness uh, that when we get even a, a fraction out of the out of your will, a fraction off step, Lord, that you bring us back on. Because the further we go, what can be, you know, a quarter of an inch off. Like, which I'm not a I'm not a person that sews, but I know you know it's one of the things that you're sewing. You get something a quarter of an inch off. By the time you get to the end of that material, you may be two inches off, it, you know, and then it's ruined. You know, it's something that's going to have to be taken apart and re-sewn because the 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 hem's bad or the seam is bad. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Jennifer's willingness, Lord, her heart to obey, her heart to hear, her heart to listen. And Lord, I just thank you, Father, that you're restructuring. Lord, you're restructuring uh, things in her life. You're restructuring uh, attitudes. You're restructuring thought processes, Lord. And Lord, I thank you for the healing, Father, the healing even from things in her past that would cause 
uh, her to be cautious in areas that would cause her to be um, to pull back at times, Lord, when maybe you're saying move on. But Lord, with all of us, that we just inquire of you, Lord. We inquire of you of when to move forward, when to stand still, when to back up. And we not let our wounds and our past experiences navigate us. We never want to let our experiences navigate us. So Lord, I just thank you for Jennifer, Lord that she has a heart for you. I just see blooming, I see blooming, I see blooming, I see I see flowers blooming, flowers blooming. That, Lord, that you have a blooming season for, for Jennifer. You have a blooming coming forth, Lord, that there has been nurturing, Lord, that you have been tending her garden. Lord, that, that uh, you've got beautiful flowers planted in her garden. I just see like a flower garden and like the Lord has been tending that garden. Of flowers, he's been pruning, he's been digging around the the soil, the roots, and the soil, and getting out weeds. He's you know been doing everything to nurture and and keep that flower garden protected, you know, because things from the outside, you know, we don't plant weeds in our own garden. Things from the outside come in and try to invade our space, try to invade our garden. But the Lord has been cleaning and, and nurturing and beautifying that garden and, and all of the things, watering those flowers. But I see a blooming happening, a blooming coming forth for you. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all the nurturing and healing and pruning and, and cleansing and, and the fertilizing and all of the things that, that every life needs, that we all need. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the blooming, Lord, and the fragrance of the Lord, that beautiful fragrance that comes forth, Lord. I thank you for it, and I thank you, Lord, for Jennifer's life, Lord, that she will bloom for you. Lord, she will bloom in her season that you have appointed for her, Lord, and it's not just one. It's not just one, Lord. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. And, Father, I just thank you for Greg. And, Lord, I thank you for his heart, Lord, that has sought encouragement, Lord. I just, Greg, it's like I sense that your heart has been, has, it's like your heart's been heavy at times. Your heart's been, your heart's been searching, but, but like your heart's been hurt. You know, that there's been some, um, there, there's just been some things there that would cause your heart to be heavy at times. You know, and we all have that. I mean, we, we all go through things. Um, I mean, last week I canceled. I didn't do my show. And as it turned out, Blog Talk Workers wasn't working anyhow, so I wouldn't have been able to have done it regardless. But I had, I had like three things in a row. You know, I had to put one of my old horses to sleep that I had raised and had had him for 26 years. I mean, I owned his mama, uh, had planned that. And even though I knew at his age it was coming, it's still hard, you know. And then like six days later, one of our dogs had gotten cancer a young or actually a young dog and had to put banjo to sleep and you know before that had had a calf we took took him was going to have navel surgery and basically the vets killed him and uh yeah. so my heart was heavy you know and i told randy i said i don't know that i could be an encouragement tonight i said my my heart you know i just i said i've got grief in my heart and and i said i i just need you know i need that time just with the lord i just need that time to just spend with God and, and to not uh, not bring that on the air. So uh, I just sense that that 
you have been before the Lord and that you've you've been in a time of questioning God and just being open to God of like here I am Lord, uh, you know. And and when we go to the to the Lord, even when our hearts are broken, even when we're feeling like uh, like the air's been taken out of ourselves a little bit, you know. And we pep talk ourselves because I tried to pep talk myself last Monday, but, but it really didn't work. <laughs> you know, I I tried to talk myself up and like, you know, I knew that you know. I mean, I was a vet tech for years. I, I understand all that stuff. I understand the death, and particularly on an older animal. I mean, I understand it, but it didn't change the fact that it that my that it affected my heart just because I understood it. But I mean, we're trying to pep talk ourselves. You know, yeah, yeah, that's just life, and things you know, things change, and things happen, and blah blah blah. But what I, uh, it's like, it's like the G, it's like I see like the GPS, you know, we're on a, God's got a journey for us and he's got a destination for us. And sometimes of our own choosing, sometimes we might say, Oh, I know, a, I know a better road here. You know, the GPS is saying turn right in 50 feet, you know, turn right here. And then it's going turn right, turn right. And then it's going recalculating. <laughs> uh, and, you know, sometimes you might come across some road construction and they've got detours and you're having to go a different way, not of your own choosing because of the huh. detours and that GPS will be just a hollering at you, you know, turn here, turn here, recalculating, recalculating, you know, which I have those things crazy doing the recalculating. Well, sometimes that's going on in our life, but you know, God is still getting us to the destination that he has for us. As long as we just keep, keep listening, keep following him, keep walking with him. And, and you know, as I said, that there may be times that, uh, you know, that we that we have to pep talk ourselves. Or times we're saying, God, I don't understand. Or, God, I thought I was following you. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to. You know, all of all of those things, all of those conversations with God. But see, just like with that recalculating, we just, it doesn't, because there's been a detour, it doesn't mean that the place of destination has changed. Maybe it's just a little different route. Maybe there's a little recalculation going on. But see, we just keep them moving with it. Keep them moving with it, you know. Road detours, accidents in the highway. Uh, sometimes we think we know the better way. You know, that that when the Lord is, is saying just keep moving, you know. Yeah, there's been a hiccup in the road. There's been some, there's been some changes in the journey but his destination's plan for you hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. And God is good, and God loves you so very much. And you have a heart to obey God, and you have a heart that's, you know, so many times when we're going through situations, it opens us up to really um, throw down every part of ourselves and just say, God, you know. You know, I don't know, Lord. I thought I knew. I don't know. And just say, God, you take the wheel. God, you take the sail. God, you take the GPS. Lord, take me to the place that you've called me to. Take me to to the destination that you have. My life in your hands. So, Father, I thank you for Greg. Lord, I thank you for Jennifer. Lord, what a what a uh, two beautiful people. Lord, that have a heart for you, that have a heart to obey. 
And Lord, I just speak a blessing over them and encouragement over them and health over them. Lord, that they have all sufficiency in all things and be lacking in nothing, not in any way. And Lord, I speak courage, encourage, it's funny that encouragement, encourage, uh, basically almost the same words. But Father, I just thank you for helping them and blessing them and bringing joy in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen and wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Anything y'all wanted to to share before I move on? I'll leave that one to Jennifer. Oh no, I, I know you're you got a full board tonight, so I know you want to get everybody in, but no, um, I, I feel good. I thought Greg was going to jump on his word. <laughs> no, thank you very much, and thank you, Lord, thank for you. always doing. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I'm thrilled to talk to you two tonight. Thank you. Love you too, and y'all have a great week. Love you, too. Love you, too, Jeannie. All right. Good night. All right. 405-779. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi. This is Lucretia. How are you doing? Oh, hi, girl. Uh, I'm good. I can't believe I didn't have your name uh, on some of my stuff. Well, I haven't got to talk to you in a while, I don't think. Yes, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good to hear from you tonight. Thank well, you. Anything you wanted to share for a minute or anything on your heart you want to talk about for a pray for you? No, not in particular. Just need some encouragement. <laughs> okay, sweetie. Okay. Father, I just thank you for Lucretia. Father, and I just thank you, Lord, that um, Lord, she's got a precious heart. Lord, she's she's got a precious heart that's a sensitive heart. And, Lord, she may be tough on the outside. Lord, she, she exudes a, a, a strength about her. She, she has a, an air about her of strength. Uh, uh, Lord, may even physically be very strong. But, Lord, there's, there's a strength about her that others see. But, Lord, on the inside, she's got such a sensitivity about her. Lord, she's got a sensitivity about her and in a, in a, in a heart that's sensitive and, and, and a thinker. I thank her. <laughs> and Father, I just thank you, Lord, that you how you that you're pleased, Lord, with how you made her. Lord, that you didn't make her some way and then say, Oh, I made a mistake. Or sometimes we'll look at things about ourselves and say, I wish I wasn't that way. But you have to remember God made us the way He wanted us and He made us with purpose and and He's pleased with what He made. He's pleased with who He made us. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, that at times others around us, they now they may not be as pleased because sometimes we're around people that want, would like to be a little controlling around our lives, and sometimes we run across people that you know, we we encounter a little competitive jealousy. Maybe they sometimes other people see more great things in us than we see in ourselves. What we will see many times is the opposition we encounter, but see many times the others. They will see 
the the leadership anointing that's on us, or they'll see the the uh, the favor of God that's on us, or the gifting in our lives, how that we're problem solvers and that we're able to make things come together and click. And see, those are people that they they're not seeing their own value. They've not found their place in God. They're not they don't yet know where their spot is, and so they end up focusing on us. And being mad about it or jealous about it or, you know, comparing themselves is what most of that is. And, and I just, that, that's just such, you know, the word says, compare not yourselves among yourselves. It's, there's so much strife when people start comparing themselves and then they, they get all this stuff in their head. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for, uh, for favor on Lucretia's life. Father, thank you, Lord, for, for making the way, even when there appears to be no way. Lord, when the enemy tries to set up blockades, when we're trying to move forward, we're trying to uh, maneuver within uh, the aspects of life that you've called us, whether it's in jobs, whether it's in family things, Lord, that the enemy, you know, the, many times the enemy can see more uh the potential and the calling on our life and the places we're going sometimes more than we even can ourselves. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for just making things plain. Lord, your word says, write the vision and make it plain, Lord, that you would write the vision and make it plain for Lucretia. Lord, that she will not be discouraged when there are hindrances. And Lord, we do, in Jesus' name, we come against every hindrance, every hindrance and every lying spirit, Lord that would try to hold her up, that would try to delay her, that would try to block her path. And Lord, we just say that the Spirit of God never fails. Lord, that there is none beside you. And Lord, that we are more than overcomers through Christ. More than overcomers. That we're the head, not the tail, above and not beneath, first and not last. And, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, that the favor of God that's on Lucretia's life, Lord, will help propel her forward. Lord, will break. Uh, it says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Lord, that the anointing that's on her life, Lord, will destroy the yokes, Lord, and, and every bondage that tries to set itself up in her life, every 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 uh, wall that tries that the enemy tries to construct. Lord, that the anointing, the call of God, the Spirit of God, Lord, would destroy every one of those and move things out of the way. But, Father, I speak encouragement to Lucretia. And, Lord, that she would just rest in who she is in Christ, that she's your daughter, a daughter of the King. And, Lord, that you will connect her and even uh, strengthen her connections that are divine connections. Lord, give her favor in, in, in high places. Lord, give her favor in high places. Lord, give her divine connections that are ahead of her that will help pull her forward, that will help bring her through, that will help open the doors for her, Lord. Lord, that you open the doors that no man can shut. So, Lord, I just bless her. Speak peace over her heart, peace over her body. 
Lord, peace over her mind. Peace over her mind, Lord. And Lord, peace over her emotions. Lord, when the enemy tries to rattle us, tries to get us aggravated, tries to get us mad, that we would react out of our emotions and out of the situations that go on around us, Lord, that she'll have the peace of God on her life. Lord, that would cause others to be baffled. So, Lord, I just thank you for and bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. You hit the nail on the head. That was all God. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God yeah, knows. God knows. All right. Well, was there anything in particular you want in prayer about, sweetie? Um, I really appreciate you praying. And also, I, I actually just moved, and I want to make it quick because I know you want to get to other people. But I've been dealing with pests in my new apartment. I've only been here two weeks, and then some weird creature showed up and it disappeared. I've seen it twice. I've been praying, and I can't even tell you what it is. What it is, and it's big and it's hairy, and just as quick as I see it, it disappears. And so I just want God to get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I can't even describe it. Um, I haven't seen it in a couple of days, but I'm hoping it's gone. It's dead. But it's something that shouldn't be an apartment, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I would anoint your, go around and anoint your apartment, anoint the windows, anoint the doors, pray over it. But, Father, yes, Lord, we just we just come into agreement, Lord, that, that uh, no weapon formed against her can prosper, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, that uh, any, whether there's anything evil spirit, Lord, any kind of curse, any kind of... Uh, uh, Anything left behind from tenants before, Father, Lord, that it has to go in Jesus' name, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for putting the angels around, Lucretia. Father, that, that where the, Lord, where the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. And, Lord, it says that the light dispels the darkness. The light dispels the darkness. And, and Lord, that everything, any, anything that would be dark, anything that shouldn't be there, anything that's not of you, Lord, go right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for just the peace of God and the presence of God in that house. Uh, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, even uh, for just the angels stationed at, at, at every every door and every window. Lord, this year, angels surrounding her. But Lord, that the peace of God would be there with her, Lord, that just the light of God and the presence of the Lord. Uh, Chris, I would even just you know play... Uh, Play worship music in your in your house. You know, play worship music in there. Anoint everything, uh, and then be at peace with God. But know that you have uh, you have authority. You have authority through Christ. You you have authority over every demonic thing, anything. And if it's you know whatever you're seeing, I mean, if you actually saw some kind of animal, that that has to go. That yes. sounds like it's more something demonic, but if it's something that's really a coon or something like that that's getting in, uh, has to go. Uh, and Father, Lord, that you'll just cause Lucretia to know, Lord. She, you know, if it's something that's actually some kind of animal, Lord, to call a pest control to get it out. But Lord, yeah, if it's the party is not doing anything about it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, you know. It, it, like I said, if it's a, if it's an actual animal of some sort, then like so you might can call some kind of pest control to come to come look. But uh, if it's something demonic, something that's spiritual, then my you know, we have authority over that. You know, it has yeah. to go in Jesus' name. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let us know. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you next time. All right. All right, 251-342. I believe this is Latrice. Hello? 251-342. Hello? Jenny? There you are, Latrice. You there, girl? Yeah, I'm sorry. I have a phone going in and out. Uh, yeah, I, I can hear it. it. It kind of warbled and then just quit for a little bit. Well... Thank you for holding. Thank you for calling in tonight. You're you, welcome. My pleasure. Can you can you hear me most of the time? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, okay. I can't always hear you, but I, I'm going to just go ahead and pray then. Uh, Father, I just thank you for Latrice. And Father, I thank you, Lord, uh, that your presence is with her. Father, that your uh Lord, that, you, that there's like an anointing of authority in her life, Lord. And, Father, that you have put a protection about her. Lord, that you have a, Lord, you've anointed her with a leadership type anointing. And, Father, Lord, we know that we encounter opposition, Lord, that, uh, Latrice, we just not, you know, we know that when we, you know, God has us in places and the enemy at times does try to to hinder and tries to uh, to just, frustrate us and that sort of thing but but god yeah god has anointed you for for a leadership role god has anointed you with power god has anointed you with the ability to lead god has anointed you uh with an uh, which we have authority through christ but there's really like an anointing of authority in your life but uh, when the enemy tries to frustrate you and tries to uh to just do anything to upset your apple cart so to speak just that's one of the things of just ret- returning to that place of peace and of God and just staying, uh, staying centered with the Lord, staying in, staying centered in your spirit, staying centered in your emotions, which sometimes can be difficult. But Father, I just thank you for the peace, Lord, for for Lord that uh, Lord. It, once again, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. And, Father, it's that you go before us. You make those crooked places straight. Lord, I just thank you, Father, for uh, for being with her, for leading her, for guiding her. And, Lord, for just like in the in the sermon that I spoke, Lord, that, uh, that many times it's in those places that would seem unseemly or seem like this is not, you know, this is not right, Lord, that you do some of the, some of your best work that it's in some of those difficult situations and some of those places that we would just as soon not have to walk through, Lord, that you show yourself strong. Lord, you show yourself strong. And that's where some of the most wonderful, greatest miracles happen. We see some breakthroughs so that no one can say that it was us, that we can't say that we did it or, or anything about us, but that it's so obvious that it's God that did it and God gets the glory from it. Father, thank you. And, and Latrice, I just see, like, um, I'm not really a car racing kind of person, but I have seen some of them. You know, and those big races, they have, uh, what do they call that, a, 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 a lead car, a lead car? Uh, something like that, a pace, pace car. I see you like that, like you're the pace car, and those other cars are behind you. And you're the one that sets the pace for many. For many, 
So that that pace car it goes out and all those race cars get behind it and it and it goes out and then it gathers up its speed and they go out behind it and finally when it kind of gets that speed of everything ready to go to you know prepared to run their own race then that lead car then just slides right off the track and then that race begins and I say the Lord has used you and is is using you and will continue to use you as like a pace car to help others to run their race, to help them, uh, like help, help them set the pace of how to run so that they don't, they don't go out there and they're going too slow. They don't go out there and they're burning the rubber off, you know, and going to play out and burn out before they can even get started. But say the Lord using you like a pace car to help others to know how to, uh, how to navigate the walk with the Lord, how to, how to set their pace. Like I said, you can, you can be so slow you're not going anywhere. You can be so fast that you burn out before you get started. But I see God using you as a pace car in front of the others and helping, helping them set their pace, helping them get started, helping them get on the road to what God has for them. And then just like that pace car, and then just moving out of the way and letting them run their race with the Lord. But anyhow, thank you, Lord, for that leadership role that, that Latrice plays. And, Lord, that anointing that's upon her life, Lord, an anointing of, I would say, common sense, but an anointing of being able to understand seasons and timing and times. Uh, yes. An anointing for understanding seasons and timing and times. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for that. I thank you, Lord, for that on Latrice's life. And, Lord, I just bless her. Lord, I bless her job. I bless her work. I bless her schooling, Lord. Uh, I bless her life and her sleep and her uh, her body, Lord, her finances, everything that she needs, Lord, in the relationships in her life, the relationships in her life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen. I do thank you so much, Jenny. It was a timely word, and I received that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, you have a great week, sweetie. All right. You too. Thank you so much. Yes, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let me get a drink right quick. All right, 240-482. I believe this is Valerie. Yes, it is. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Good to hear from you, sweetie. Hope you're doing good All right. tonight. I'm hanging okay. in there. Well, that's what that's what matters. Sometimes that's what all we do is we hang in there and wait for That's right. God to move. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I've done that many a time. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, well, let's pray for you. Father, I I thank you for Valerie. Father, I thank you, Lord. I see you with a candle in your hand, and and that candle is lit. Um, And I just hear the Lord say, you know, let your light shine. Let your light shine. That it may be seen of men, let your light shine. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that we know that you are the light, just as the word says that, and it's the culmination of all this, that there will be no sun because the light will be Jesus, that he will be what lights all the universe. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, that, uh, that our light is to be a reflection of your light. And, Lord, even as we walk through 
dark times, even as we go through difficulties. Lord, even in those times, sometimes it can seem hard to let our light shine because we think, no one, you know, how can I let my light shine in this situation? And who's going to be looking to even notice? But see, many times there are people watching us that we don't even know are watching us. And people listening to us that we wouldn't have any idea are actually listening because they may not act like they are. A lot of times they will. They'll act like they're, they'll act like they're not paying you a bit of attention. But truthfully, they have their ears tuned to you. And they're watching and they're listening and then acting like they're not. But Lord, I thank you, Father, for uh, for Valerie's life, Lord, that in the midst of all that she's walked through and is walking through, Lord, that you've been with her and that you have protected her. God, that you've continued to speak to her and to uh, the Spirit of God just to hover around your home. And I just see it like the Spirit of God just like circulating through your house, just just like a uh, like a, a cloud or a breeze going round and round in your home. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for the wisdom and for the connections, Lord. Lord, that sometimes we think that we were making good choices when actually, Father, you've been in the middle of all of it and we've not even known it at times that the people that you hooked us up with, you know, even legal legal connections at times, Lord, that, that uh, oh, we might have gotten recommendations and we might have talked to people and we might have done some checking and, Lord, not knowing that, that you were in the middle of all of it. But, Father, I just thank the Lord that, that as her journey continues, Lord, that she's going to continue to let her light shine, Lord. For you and just know that even when it doesn't look like that anybody's noticing or may not look like it's doing any good Lord that it is that it truly is and Lord when all is said and done she's going to know that but Father I'm hearing the word retribution I'm not I kind of know what that is but not let's see I have to look it up myself (laughs) Retribution definition. Huh. It says punishment inflicted on some someone as vengeance for a wrong or criminal act. Hmm. Huh. Let me see if there was. Well, you know, I have a, a court case coming up, so that could be part of it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, you know, that's, you know, the word says, be sure your sins will find you out. Uh, just retribution. Um, the word says, you know, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So I, I would just say, you know, that feeling is just like the Lord is looking out for you, that, that God is, mm-hmm. God is looking out for you. And, um, you know, not truthfully, nobody gets by with anything. You know, because God is watching. God is watching. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for in in Valerie's life, for reward, Father, for uh, for walking with you, reward for integrity, and Lord, trying to honor you and all she does. And Father, we just know that the that you have the final say in every situation, 
you have the final say, and you are the just judge above all else. Lord, you are the just judge. And Lord, we rest in your handling of every situation. We, we rest, Lord, in your judgments. We rest, Lord, in you taking our case. Lord, that you take our case. That's, that's the most important. Thank you. So, Lord, I just, I just bless Valerie, Lord, and I, I bless her time. Father, that I just heard the word seasons, seasons, Lord, and, and Lord, I just speak a blessing over her seasons, Lord, that in each season, every changing season, Lord, that she'll see the beauty. She'll be able to see the beauty, even if it's looking back, she'll be able to see the beauty of every season, of every season, because every season has its beauty in the natural. We all mm-hmm. have we we all have seasons that we prefer. I'm I'm more of a spring person, somewhat of a summer person, not much on winter. But every season has its beauty. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for Valerie being able to look back and even as she's walking through, Lord, to see the beauty of every season. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. 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 Thank you. Um, I I think that that's really the, just the whole the see, being able to see the beauty in every season. Um, it reminds me of a, a prayer that I have been praying about. You know, Lord, help me to uh, you know have joy. Um, in the midst of, you know, what seems to be just an ongoing difficult situation and, you know, just having the joy of the Lord be my strength. And uh, so I just, that, that's really, it's like, it's just confirmation. Um, So I thank you very much for praying for me. You're more than welcome, hon. You're more than welcome. All right. Well, you have a wonderful week then. Okay, you too. God bless you. God bless you too, sweetie. All right, 704-492. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Dastia from Canada. Oh, hi, Dastia. I haven't haven't spoken hi. to you in a while. Hope you're doing good. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm good. Thank you. That's great. Let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Dastia. Uh, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for wide roads wide roads uh you know sometimes we we feel like we've been walking on pig trails and cow trails and rocky rocky roads you know rocky paths that that have been difficult and have been narrow and have have been treacherous you know and and it's a comforting thing if you've been on if you've been traveling bad roads to come out on that wide road that's easy traveling that's that's you know i love you know if i'm if i'm out of my truck i love to have a nice wide road with with turning lanes and, and plenty of, uh, you know, sides on it and things like that. Uh, so I just thank you, Father. It's like I just see like a wide road in front of you. And to me, that, that speaks of, of uh, easier traveling, that, that speaks of, of things becoming easier, uh, of, of being able to, uh, to not have so many uh, hindrances, so many difficulties uh, in your journey. 
So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for, Lord, your, your word even says that you widen the path beneath our feet that we would not slip. See, that, that's the word. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for widening the path beneath Dash's feet, Lord, giving him a wide path, a wide road, Lord, a, a, an easier easier traveling, Lord, something that's easier to navigate, Lord, that's maybe less rocky, less bumpy, less painful, less uh, less challenges, less challenges, Lord, that, that we, you know, we go through seasons that are really difficult, but then we also go through seasons that things become easier, that we, uh, you know, we're allowed to have a breather and we're allowed to have a time of, of, of recuperation and of refreshing, you know, that's, you know, that's that's life and that's the way God works in our lives. That we we have those times that it's like, whew, I can take a deep breath, I can rest, I can relax some, I can you know, I can I can enjoy life a bit without so many challenges facing me. But Father, I just thank you, Lord, for guiding Dash and leading him. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for opening doors for him. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for a season of a season of refreshing and a season of rest for him. Or that things that don't seem as hard as they had been, things not seem as rocky and bumpy and and questionable as they have in the past, Lord. But a season of of easier, a things a season of things being easier, a, a time for Him to be refreshed and and to recoup and, like I said, just to have a deep breath. You know, because even even soldiers that are in the army, soldiers that are on the front lines, they get R and R. You know, they're not, they don't have to be soldiers every day. Even they get the R&R. They get the time uh, to be off for a few days when they get to go home and see their families for a while and things like that. Even the, even the ones on the front, they get some R&R. So, Father, I thank you for that, for Dastia, Lord, that he would have some R&R. Lord, that you have times of refreshing for him, times of refreshing and, Lord, that he would be able to, during this time, to allow himself to, to be refreshed, that he will allow his mind to relax. He will allow himself to just recuperate and, and be energized and to, to take that opportunity, Lord, to just have times of joy and times of refreshing and times of... Uh, of just having some fun and not worrying about what's next and not being concerned with what's down the road, but, but to take that opportunity, Lord, that you give him to enjoy the wide road, to enjoy the easy, uh, the easy traveling, so to speak. So father, I just thank you for that. Your Lord, and I speak a blessing over his life, a blessing over his finances, a blessing over his relationships and a blessing over his body. Uh, Lord, even blessing over his vehicle, Lord. Blessing over his vehicle. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Was there anything in particular you wanted prayer about before I let you go? No, I think you you already prayed about it, yes. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, you have a great week. Thank you. You too. Let's see, I've got one or two new numbers here. Let me write these down right quick. You have some that drop off and then new ones that come on. 
Okay, 315-884. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello? Sierra from Syracuse. Hi. Uh, you said your name was Sierra? Sierra from Syracuse. Okay, Tiara. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you, Sweetie, for calling in. Thank you for holding. Um, Good to talk to you. Well, let's pray for your father. I thank you for Tiara. Father, I thank you, Lord, uh, for an inquisitive heart, Lord, that she has a heart to know truth. She has a heart, um, a a real, I just sense Tiara like a a real, uh, like like, like a, a determination like just a real, I would say, stubbornness to know what's truth. You know, just like a, you know, just a, a, a tenacity about knowing what's truth, of, of hating deception, hating being lied to, hating deception, hating um, things that, that pretend to be real or pretend to be true that are not. You know, and I think most of us feel that way. But some of us, you know, we just have like just a err against that sort of thing, uh, you know, against deception and against uh, the fake and against things that, that portray themselves to be one way when it's not that way at all, that we just want truth. And sometimes even if the truth is hard, we say, even if it's hard, I want truth. I want to know what's real. And I just sense that about you, just a, just a, uh, you know, particularly if we've encountered situations, people, situations, whatever, where we've, we've encountered a lot of deception. We've in, encountered a lot of lies and we've encountered a lot of stuff that disappointed us that we thought was, thought was real, thought was true, thought it was something that we could count on, thought it was something that, um, that, that was like, yeah, this is right. And then just to find out that it wasn't, you know, that it was all, all put on or, or, you know, all a scam. You know, nowadays there's so much scam stuff. You know, and it's just everywhere. It's like epidemic. But, Father, I thank you, Lord, for the spirit of truth. The Lord says that Jesus came in, in grace and truth. You know, he is the spirit of truth, Lord. And that as, the, as she presses into you and just pours her heart out to you, Lord, that you're going to continue to make her uh, more savvy. Like the, It's really like a spirit of discernment. To where you can uh, that you'll sense, but but I would I would in my own terms say like savvy to what's what's real, what's truth, just a discerning uh, spirit of discernment of being able to sense, you know, something like will fill in your fill in your spirit. Okay, there's something up about this. There's something not right, and it's a protection of the Lord. I mean, the Lord will use that in in business deals, in relationships, in uh, I mean even anything I mean, it can be in buying houses and buying vehicles but god will use it in the natural things as well as in spiritual things that he protects us and he will show us and teach us as we lean on him as we continue to, to grow in his word and to pray and to seek his direction that god will sharpen that because the gifts and callings of god they're without uh um the right without repentance but as we use them you know, the gifts of God that are within us, as we use them, they become more sharpened with use. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, uh, for for just helping to our Lord to know, to, to help her, Lord, how to uh, learn to listen to you, how to, to listen to the leading of God in her life, Lord. Lord, that you, uh, Lord, that you protect her. Father, that you would, in, in 
Lord, in discerning, Lord, that it will be a protection to her, Lord. It is to all of us that as we follow you and we listen to you, Lord, you use it for our protection. But, Father, you also use it for our benefit because it works in the positive just like it works in the negative. It will protect us from things that are not true. But that same discerning will also discern things that are good. You know, or, you know, just example, like you're buying a house and the, and the Lord say, this, this is a good place. This is, this is going to be well worth your money. This is a place that's going to increase in value. You know, we'll have that same discerning about good things. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, uh, for working in her life and, Lord, for the, the growth of the things of the Spirit in her life. And, Lord, that sensitivity to your voice and sensitivity to your spirit, Lord. Father, that the more she delves into your word, the more she spends time, Lord, just embracing you. That And that time in her prayer closet of just intimacy with you, Lord, that she is going to be so surprised at herself at what she picks up in the spirit of, of your leading and guiding, Father. That she is going to sense that, and she's going to, it's going to shock her even at times of going, wow, that's exactly what I felt. That's exactly what I heard God saying to me, and that was right. And it's, that's an exciting feeling when we realize that we're really hearing God, that he actually is leading us and guiding us and helping us and, and making the way for us and protecting us from, uh, from things that would, be, you know, would, would try to steal from us or hurt us in any way. So, Lord, I just bless Tiara in Jesus' mighty name. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for just keeping your angels around her, Lord, and for divine connections in her life. Lord, hook her up with those that are yours. Lord, those that would be key individuals in her future. Or those that are destiny-driven. Lord, that would be a part of, of her destiny. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, is there anything in particular you want prayer about, sweetie? Um, you know, well, you you don't realize you said it, but you did <laughs> when you were um, praying, and you were just like basically saying about the spirit of discernment. You were like it. You know, you just to give an example. You're like, if you're buying a car, you're buying a house. I'm trying to get up both of those things. <laughs> God you knows. You hit it on the head. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. God knows. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but I, I, I need, I'm not in a rush. I understand that all things work on God's time and you know, I'm waiting for the right time for when he says it's time. You know, I've done things in the rush, and it, ended, it looked good to me, but it ended up being a disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll still bless you with the things you, just, you desire, but you should let him pick them out because he knows better than we do. So yeah. I'm just waiting on him. Waiting yeah, on that's, yeah, that's the way to do it. I mean, we've... We've all been there, hon, to where there's there's things that we that you know we look at and thought, man, this looks good, and then it just fall apart in our hands. Oh, yeah. The Lord knows, God knows. All right. Well, you have a yeah. Well, you have a great week, hon, and, and God bless you. You too. God bless right. you. God. Good night. Good night.
to get another drink right quick. Right, 919-292. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Oh, this is Shaquilla, I believe. Hey, GM. It's Shaquilla calling. How hey, are you? Calling from North Carolina. Yeah, I'm good. Good to hear from you tonight. Good to hear from you as well. You have any anything you were wanting to share tonight? Anything on your heart or testimony or anything? I'm thankful. Um, I thank God. Oh, I do have a test. Yes, I have a testimony. So, um, back in when was it? I think December, right? I mm-hmm. had. Um, I got COVID, and I was out of work. So I had applied for um, some assistance for, with my light bill, and that was, like, last year, right? Mm-hmm. So I got a letter not too long ago saying that I had been praying, you know, about my finances and bills and stuff, and I got a letter from um, the same service that helped me, like, last year. They were like, hey, you qualify for help again this month and it's like well over the amount that my light bill is so they're going to pay for not only this month but last month so I just thank God for that because I was praying you know about different things and regarding bills and that was unexpected so I thank God for the unexpected blessings and I know that's only the beginning so I don't know like I know it's other people out there that may be you know going through and experiencing different things, not just, you know, financial, but at the end of the day, when we pray about things, we got to leave it in God's hands and just know that he has already created an escape way for whatever situation that we're in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, God is God is for us, and that's, you know, sometimes when we're going through difficulty, sometimes it can feel like, you know, that we're all alone and that there's not anybody for us. But that, see, that goes against the word of God, that God is for us. And it said, if God be for us, who can be against us? So, you know, many times we, yes. you know, there are times that, that you know, that we're getting in our own way. Uh, and that's why we just keep asking God, you know, and say, Lord, is there something I'm doing that, that's causing a problem here? Is something I need to change? And, and God, I mean, he Mark. loves us. He's always willing to help us. He's always willing to, to teach us and to, speak to us, you know, and help us get on track if we need, you know, if there's a place that we're needing to make changes, but um, we just always have to remember that God is for us, that he is truly, truly for us, and that doesn't change. Even with our failures, even with our shortcomings, it doesn't change. He's for us. But thank you for sharing your testimony. You. That's awesome, girl. That's awesome. Yes, I thank God. Yeah. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for, for Shaquilla. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for uh, a heart that reaches out to you, Lord, that, that she's willing to trust you, Lord. She's willing to, uh, Lord, she's willing to make changes. She's willing to, to listen, Lord, for your voice, um, to give her direction and to show her what to do. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, for, uh, for going before her and making the crooked places straight. Lord, for giving her vision to see beyond what she has seen so far, to, to see, to see, to be able, the word says to call those things that be not as though they are. And Lord, to be able to not only see, but to speak, speak out, Lord, uh, what she knows, Lord, what she knows is, is 
belongs to her through the kingdom of God, that through her inheritance as a daughter of the king, Lord. That sometimes if when we have been uh when we have felt surrounded on all sides, that we have felt boxed in, sometimes it can be difficult to see our to see beyond that. It it can be difficult to see ourselves in a wide open place, in a wide open space. When we have been you know, when we have felt boxed in for a long time, it can be hard to see that in the spirit realm. It can be hard to envision that. But, Father, I thank you, Lord, for giving her the ability even, Lord, to even paint the pictures for her, to see herself blessed beyond her greatest expectation, to see herself in a wide open space with more than enough. And, and, and that doesn't, you know, when I say wide open space, that's like spiritually in, in a wide open place that, that you're not hindered, you're not uh, tethered, you're not surrounded by limitations. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that she, you help her to see herself, Lord, as you see her, as you desire for her, Lord, having all sufficiency in all things, Lord, that you give us more than enough. Not only that all of our needs are met, Lord, but we have enough to even sow into the lives of others and to help others, Lord, that her cup would run it over, Lord, that her cup would run it over. And Lord, I just thank you for meeting every need, Father, Lord, for even, uh, Lord, giving her even new dreams, expanded dreams, new dreams and expanded dreams, Lord, that you... Just sow those into her heart, Lord, maybe even in, in dreams, natural, even dreams in the night, Lord, to give her glimpses of what you would have for her. Lord, giving, giving her visuals, those dreams that you have when God gives you visuals, those tend to stick with you because it paints a picture. You know, it actually gives you something to see that paints a picture. And, and many times, if, if, if you're prone to dreams, I don't know that you are, but when if, if the Lord gives you dreams or things that feel like they could be from the Lord to keep you a journal and just write those things down so that you don't forget them later on. They do, to me, they stand to really stick with me, dreams from the Lord, but it's still best to write them down because sometimes three or four years later, we may forget bits and pieces of them, you know, and, and forget parts of it. But Lord, I just speak a blessing over her home and peace over her home, Lord. And I thank you, Father, for in her life making divine connections. Lord, an opportunity and open doors, Lord. So, Father, I just thank you for and speak a blessing over in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 That was so beautiful, Gina. And it was so God. So I thank you. I always thank God for you. Thank God for your spirit, your obedience, and your diligence. Thank you, sweetie. I so appreciate it, and I receive it. Well, hon, was there anything in particular you wanted me to pray for before I move on? No, ma'am. I feel like you touched on just about everything, so I thank God. All right. Well, you have a wonderful week, and God bless you. God bless you as well. Thank you so much. Hi, 469-706. Hello, this is Rhonda. Hey, it's time. I'm sorry, Tanya. I'm sorry, that it's not. Uh, that wasn't my number. My apologies. 
What number did you call? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, four six nine seven zero six. Four six nine seven zero six. Okay, well, if you unmuted me, then that's me. <laughs> okay, who am I speaking with? <laughs> this is Tanya. I'm calling from Texas. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay, yeah, no, I thought for a second I thought it was Rhonda. She had a similar number. You're right. She does have her prefixes for 69, and I'm calling <laughs> from Google because that's the only way I can call, and I don't know what this number is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that'd be hard if you don't know what the number is. All right. Well, I I don't know if I've I don't know if I've talked with you before or not. It seems like the name sounds a little familiar. Yeah, we've talked a few times. Um, it's been a while that we've talked yeah. about number two. <laughs> yeah, it's like it seemed like I vaguely that I that I kinda remembered you but it but it has like I said, when I looked at the number I kept thinking it was Rhonda. So anyhow, well that's great. Well thank you for calling in. Thank you for holding. Um uh, is there anything you were wanting to share that was on your heart tonight for a pray for you? Yes, absolutely. I honestly I had called for an entirely different reason, but I, I heard your opening commentary, um and it really, really uh resonated with me. I just appreciate you so much because I too have um I think the term you used was built a wall. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've I've built several actually, and um, you know I guess because I'm trying to protect myself, as you said, from you know being hurt um, or not uh, taking a chance on experiencing you know trauma all over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know when you talked about stepping out of the boat, you know I I thought I did that last year. And it felt like it kind of backfired on me. And so this year I kind of took the same stance. But I I do need to be vulnerable. I do need to pray about that and open myself up and come out of the cocoon because I'm actually closer to family now in proximity than I've been in over 40 years. And I'm still finding that the minute I experience some level of – uh, I won't call it rejection, but, you know, like you said, that those cold words or that monitoring or just a little bit of bite in the spirit that I detect, mm-hmm. I just kind of retreat, you know. So I do need to get beyond that. So thank you for, you know, putting that in front of me. And um, I also wanted to call and get prayer for my first cousin. Um, her name is Nett. She was diagnosed with aggressive stage four breast cancer uh, earlier in the summer. And she's done really, really well, um, not only with her treatment, but with her approach and her faith. It's it's just been phenomenal. Um, But (laughs) what I'm finding is that... (laughs) I'm worried about her, you know, and I, I, I shouldn't be because I know what God can do and I've seen him, you know, I know he's a divine healer, but it seems to me that, you know, in these last couple of weeks, months, maybe, you know, when she goes in for a checkup or something, it seems like they find something else that I have not covered or I feel like I, you know, I haven't covered this last time that was her esophagus you know, being inflamed. And I was like, Lord, I never would have thought of that. You know, I'm not in the medical field, and I know the doctors are probably 
accustomed to seeing these things and they may have even normalized it to some degree, but it's traumatic to me because, you know, right when I think she has, seems like, you know, there's some unintended, um, you know, side effects from the chemo and stuff. And it's, it's, it's hurtful. So I just want to get prayer for her and uh, prayer that I continue to, that I can continue to be strong for her and, you know, be here for her and upbeat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, girl, I listen to you and I, uh, it sounds like a replay of my own life. I'm so familiar with all of that and I can, uh, I, I absolutely know. I mean, I have compassion for you, but I, 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 under, I understand it. Oh, Father, mm-hmm. I thank you for Tanya, Lord, that she has such a compassion in her heart, Lord, that she has a heart that cares and, um, Father, she's one that that will undergird and will stand in the gap for others. Um, But, Lord, that for all of us, and and Tanya, this was a lesson I had to learn that that took me a long time to do it. I mean, I began to affect my own health because when you love someone, when you care about people and you have compassion, um, we can get into trying to actually carry the burden. And and the, the Lord says that he is the burden bearer. We pray for people, we stand, you know, we encourage them, we love them. But we have to always remember that it's the Lord that's the healer. It's the Lord that loves them. He's the one that keeps them. Um, and we turn them over, you know, we turn it over to the Lord in the sense of we don't try to, uh, we don't try to carry the burden and, and we don't, I remember I had a prophetic lady tell me one time, she says, you've got this big old fix-it button. And she says, you just try to fix everything. You know, you go around trying to fix. Because I would think the same thing. I would think, oh, if I can pray hard enough, if I can fast enough, if I can say the right words, you know. And, yes. and if it was constantly double, you know, second-guessing myself. Of, well, if I'd have only done this, if I'd have only said that, if I'd only prayed a little more. And in the process, it began to finally affect my health because, Mm-hmm. I wouldn't see the changes happening. And sometimes it would be people that uh, they were going through terrible things, but many times they weren't willing to change. And I'm not saying that's the case with Nat. But, you know, sometimes, you know, God's trying to, there are times that God, uh, and, and once again, I'm not saying this about Nat, but there's, there are times that the Lord is trying to do a work in their life. And, and, and almost, you know, it's almost like we're, we're uh, getting in the, getting in between what God's trying to do. And, and there's there's so much I could say about this subject because I have mm-hmm. lived through that so much, you know. And like I said, I'm not saying that's what's going on with that, but that does happen at times that, that the Lord is working. And sometimes we can almost hinder things, uh, particularly if we get into fear about it and worry and things like that. But for our own lives, you know, for your own life, just remember that the Lord is the healer and God loves her even more than you do. And that he is working in that. Ultimately, she is in his hands. He, I know God loves how you love her. He loves how you stand in the gap. But to always remember, we cannot carry the burdens of others. We can pray for them. We can love them. We can encourage them. But that ultimately, we know that it's, it's the Lord's. It's the Lord's. It's his, his to do. It's his to carry. It's his to, to heal. It's his. That's that's his that's his job it's his part and that our part is to rest in him and it's actually a greater faith anyhow 
the more we just trust God and, and just say, Lord, this is yours. She belongs to you. She belongs yeah. to you. Uh, and I mean, I've had the Lord actually tell me that one time when I was praying for someone that I loved dearly and, and, and was actually complaining a little bit because they, it was like they weren't trying to make some changes. You know, they weren't, it was like, gosh, there's some, you know, because you want the best for everyone. You want, you want to see mm-hmm. things in your life. And sometimes they've got to make the changes. Uh, and I was just talking to the Lord. And finally, the, the Lord said, when they said, he's mine, he belongs to me. And I, and I felt it very much as a, how about you take your hands off a little bit? You know, I felt it as a correction in my life. But Father, mm-hmm. I just, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for Tanya, Lord, that uh, she just has a heart that cares. She has a heart, Lord, to stand in the gap in that intercessor's heart, Lord, Lord, that you've called her as an intercessor, and, and the calling draws on her, Lord, that calling pulls on her, it draws on her, Lord, but Lord, as you're uh, as she's growing in that and maturing in all of that, Lord, that you're going to give her the wisdom of knowing how to uh, how to handle the calling that's upon her life, Lord. That it's that it that we always turn it back to you. We always, you know, we we pray, we believe, we speak the word over them, but Lord, we always turn it back to you. It's, it, we always point everyone back to you. We turn it back to you. We we rest in you. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for helping her, Lord, even as she navigates. Family stuff can be some of the hardest. But, Lord, yeah. that you, any any rejection that she has gone through, Lord, that we just say that rejection has no part of us. Lord, that that spirit, it can actually be a spirit at times that tries to bring rejection, Lord. That it, And when there's sometimes what we expect will actually come to us. It actually draws it to us. But, Father, that you will just put a guard around her heart and around her mind, Lord, that she will just glow with that knowing that she's a daughter of the King. And, Lord, that uh, no weapon formed against her can prosper, and every word that's spoken against her in judgment, she shall condemn. Lord, that we just rest in the word of knowing that we are loved by the King, and if God be for us, who can be against us, Lord? that we can be able to understand and to know that sometimes things aren't personal, that we try not to take them personal because we realize people, uh, many times when they uh, when they are attacking or when they're being ugly, that they have places in their lives that need healing. And, and that it's, it's, not, it's not ours. It's not personal. It's not ours. It's that, that they have places. They, you know, they have broken places in their life. They have places that they're needing healing, that they're needed delivered. Uh, so, Lord, as, as your word even says, pray for your enemy. And, and, and Lord, uh, love those that despitefully use us, you know. Lord, that we will just be able to pray for them and to love them and to not take it personal, Lord, and know that they, they've got places maybe they don't know who they are yet. Maybe they don't mm-hmm. have a at the Lord, or maybe they don't know God, maybe they don't know that there's a special place in God's destiny and purpose for them, because when they have that security of knowing who they are in Christ and accepting uh, the calling of God that's on their life, then that competitive jealousy and the judgmentalism and all of that, Lord, that stuff starts to fade away. So, Lord, we just stand in the the knowledge and the and the Lord, just the, the honor of belonging to you and knowing that, Lord, that you have a special place for us, Lord, that we have destiny, calling, and purpose, Lord, and, and that every uh, 
dart of the enemy, every fiery dart, Lord, that we have the uh, the, the weapons of our warfare, Lord, that, that they're strong, you know, that we have the, I'm running out of time here a little bit, that anyhow, that the, that we have the armor of God, we have the armor of God that just, that those uh, fiery darts of the enemy, that they just fall to the ground, that they not stick to us, Lord, that be like water off a duck's back. Because we have the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit and the breastplate of righteousness. So, Father, we just thank you for all of the, our weapons of warfare, warfare that are from Christ. And, Lord, that you just guard her heart, guard her mind. And, Lord, I thank you for the favor of God, Lord, that even in all of that, Lord, that she would have opportunity to testify of your goodness and your love and your grace and mercy. And, Lord, be a light to others that maybe if they don't know you, Lord, that they will become aware of your love and that you love them and that you have a special purpose and destiny and calling on their life, on their life, Lord. So, Lord, I just bless her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I got a little tongue-tied there, but I finally got it out. Beautiful prayer. Thank you. So much, and I receive it. I receive every precept in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I, I appreciate you calling in and waiting, and I thank you for sharing. Uh, I sure do, and thank you for uh, just confirming the, you know, the, the little teaching that I did before. Like I said, most of the time when I'm teaching you guys, it's stuff I'm living myself and going through. So. Uh, mm-hmm. I always pray that it, it touches, you know, rings true with someone else's heart and touches their heart and, and is an encouragement to them. Indeed. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, I don't know if you have time to get to someone else, but I'm going to let you go. So if you can, you can get to them. And I really appreciate you. I love you and, and God bless. I oh, love you too, hon. And you have a great week. Thank you. Okay, I tell you what, y'all, I'm actually out of time here. Uh, I don't think I do have time to take another caller uh, because I'm supposed to be completely logged off uh, by 8.45, and it's already 8.43. Once again, I didn't quite get to everybody. I almost did, but I just speak a blessing over you, Lord. I just thank you, Father, for each and every one that still left, Lord, that you would uh, make a way for them, Lord, that you would bless their hearts, Lord, that you would give them dreams from the Lord, Father, that would be lead them and guide them, Lord, show them the things that you have for them, Lord, even give them uh, direction in their lives. Father, I thank you, Lord, for uh, for divine connections in their life. Lord, I speak a blessing over finances. I speak a blessing over finances, and in the days to come, Lord, the, uh, the changes that are coming to our nation, Lord, that they will be kept by you, that they will be guided by you and led by you, Lord. And, Father, I speak healing over family members, healing over family members and healing over bodies. Uh, Father, and that those that are praying for family members to come to the Lord, Lord, that you hear their prayers. Lord, for you love, Lord, it's your desire that none be lost, none be lost. Lord, we thank you for the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. So, Lord, I just speak a blessing over them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. 
if you really want personal prayer, Randy will be on at 9 o'clock, so be sure and call back in and get on his program. And uh, I appreciate y'all. God bless you. Good night.